healthy lifestyle is brought to you by SeptaGuard. SeptaGuard, your family's all-natural defense against infections. All right, it's now time for the health feature. As we promised, it is a Thursday. The health feature, Health Lifestyle, is brought to you by SeptaGuard. SeptaGuard, your family's all-natural defense against infections. And today, we are talking about arthritis. And it is not that illness that only attacks older people. It is something that actually can affect anybody. And I'm here with Dr. Anne Stanix, and uh, she is... um, She's joining me on the line. I'm just trying to make sure that the line is actually functioning. And um, she is an expert in the field. And uh, Dr. Stenix, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Pamela. Um, Pleased to be pleased to be online with you. Okay, well, let's let's start with the with the notion that everybody who is who's got arthritis is old. Uh, It's not correct, is it? Um, No, I mean there are many forms of. There's actually over 100 forms, but obviously the ones that we um, recognize a lot, the osteoarthritis, is related um, a lot to, to, to age. But there are juvenile forms, which, you know, under the age of 16, and, one of the, and lots of common ones which actually um, uh, attack people in their, you know, women and in their child-rearing ages from 20 to 40. And, and basically, the, the common knowledge of what exactly is arthritis well, arthritis is an inflammatory. Con- it's an it's a condition affecting the joint, but also often the the the, the joint is an organ. It's got muscles and and tendons around it. Um, so it, it it affects the musculoskeletal system. And it uh, in in principle, it all tends to be inflammatory in nature. Even even the forms of osteoarthritis we talk about have an inflammatory component and cause pain and stiffness. And, uh, and and the patient comes to the doctor because of the pain. Mm. And doctor, is it always chronic? Um, arthritis. I mean, you know, when you've got a con- when we when you've got a condition for more than six weeks, mm. um, then we term it chronic. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, arthritis does imply that there's an ongoing problem. Mm. Um, and uh, most forms of arthritis are chronic. Mm. And even though that is the case, though, it is important for one to revisit the medication that one is taking, even though one, you know, accepts the fact that it's something that you'll have to live with. How important is it to revisit what medication and re-examine whether the medication you're on is working? Well, of course, the problem is also that although it's chronic, it goes through periods often of going into a quiet phase. Mm. So the patient may feel, oh, it's over because they're in so-called remission. Mm. And then, you know, and then they'll get a flare-up for whatever reason. So, in fact, it is, it is important to be followed by someone who can sort of um, help to know whether this is... A, a, a con- and also because the aim of treating someone is to keep them into, in remission where they're not getting mm. symptoms. Mm. We are taking your calls, 011-8830702, just for all your questions with regards to arthritis. Um, one of the things that uh, has been happening in this field is that, you know, studies come and studies go. And uh, previously, I'm, I'm, I'm made to believe that uh, doctors used to advise patients to do less exercise because it could, um, you know, sort of had implications on the inflammation of, of, of the areas affected. But now I think this, that things are moving differently where you are encouraging patients to do more exercise. Yes, I mean, you know, the olden days when people were treated in, in places like Bath, they would 
rest the rest the involved joint. They would the patient would be told that they'd have to go to bed for weeks on end. Mm-hmm. And of course, what happened is that the yes, the inflammation went away, but when the patient got up, mm-hmm. they, all the muscles had also um, they'd lost muscle bulk, and that in fact the the joint became more unstable. So in fact, now our prescription is for exercise, even in, even in the inflamed mm-hmm. um, stage. We get patients to move the joint. Mm. And in fact, one of our one of our slogans at the Arthritis Foundation is "Move to Improve." Mm. Why is it, Doctor, that some foods um, affect affect the inflammation more than others? Well, there's been lots of talks about diets, and there definitely is something called an inflammatory diet. Mm. And yes, sugar seems you know sugar is the culprit. Mm. Um, so that, uh, and also red meat as also tends to be inflammatory. So um, we often try and tell patients to try and take a non-inflammatory diet, mm. which is which is low sugar, but a sort of Mediterranean diet, which is rich, rich in fish and vegetables, and uh, um, um, and uh, um, and much and and seems to create less inflammation in the system because if you have inflammation in the system, it's mm. like pouring paraffin into the fire. Hmm. But you know, you spoke. You speak about um, some fish and so on that that can help reduce inflammation. Although there are other types of fats that are not so great for 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 for, for inflammation. Yes, I mean, there's animal fat and there's mm-hmm. vegetable fat. And in fact, there have been more recent studies now to show that the omega-3 fish oils um, really do help in, in instances like rheumatoid arthritis and possibly also in osteoarthritis mm-hmm. um, to decrease the inflammation and improve, and, improve, and improve the situation. There's also been talk about the types of, 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 of methods of cooking. So the heat levels and how much heat one, uh, one um, uh, applies to the food itself. For instance, a braai as opposed to something that you slow cooked. What, what makes that impact different? Now that, that's a whole area, arena. That's all new to me. I mean, one of, when one thinks about braai food, mm. you're thinking about sort of red meat and sausages and things like that. And that, that definitely counts the sort, as the inflammatory, inflammatory diet. But I'm not sure about the forms of cooking. That, that's, that's a new one on, for me. All right. Let me just take a call here from Michelle in Linksfield. Um, Michelle, you've got a question for doctor. Yes. Hi. Mm. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I have been diagnosed with a condition uh, called ankylosing spondylitis, which is apparently a form of arthritis as well. So I wanted to ask the doctor, I'm on so much medication, so I wanted to find out if it's necessary to be on all of this medication, and I can give you the names, um, as well as how safe it is. Hello? Yes, doctor, did you hear that? Is one of them, yes. So you, you um, the caller was talking about being diagnosed with ankylosing spondylitis, mm-hmm. which is an inflammatory arthritis that affects the lower joints and particularly the spine. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, um, it's, it's not uncommon. One in 200 men in the United Kingdom have ankylosing spondylitis. Um, women have it in a, sometimes a milder form, but it sounds like she's on a lot of medication for mm, it. Yes, you tell me what, I've, yeah. actually, I've actually found it quite debilitating, and it took a, a, a many years to actually diagnose. Um, okay, so these are the medicines that I am on. I'm on Salazapyrin, the Movo, um, Surdep, and Lamictin, and Omez. Mm-hmm. 
Um, well, in fact, you know, um, you're on, a, you're on, you know, uh, certain what we call modifying drugs like salazapyrine, which for some reason we think is particularly effective in patients who've got ankylosing spondylitis because um, ankylosing spondylitis is often associated with a, a particular haplotype in the gene called HMB27. And for some reason, those people respond to the drug called salazapyrine, which is just a sulfur joined with an aspirin and they're particularly sensitive oh. to it and then you want an anti-inflammatory um, which is just to help you in the periods where you've got pain and the other things are basically also to help you with pain and also to protect yes. your stomach um, you know um, uh, in terms of long medication lists this doesn't sound too toxic to me okay um, and as you said, as you said, you suffered for a long time with um, with symptoms which weren't diagnosed, and that's often the case with women who've got ankylosing spondylitis. You know, they complain of back pain, and people think, "Oh, women have back pain, and it's mechanical and all the rest." Mm. And it takes a while yes. before they realise this is a true inflammatory problem, which is the women's the woman is struggling with. Mm. Yes, and then so I was also diagnosed initially with fibromyalgia, and then after trying many different doctors, the um, the latest rheumatologist has told me that it's, uh, it's definitely more ankylosing spondylitis, but also it, it can be go hand in hand with fibromyalgia. Yes. I so mean, are those medicines also um, yes, well, the fibromyalgia? Well, the lamectin particularly is to try and dampen down your pain appreciation because fibromyalgia is enhanced pain appreciation. And, you know, the combination of pain that you've been suffering from your inflammatory spondylitis um, often changes how you perceive pain in the brain. And so you yes. upregulate the pain. And, uh, um, and every time you don't get sleep prop, don't get enough sleep or you're under stress, your pain levels just soar. And that's why the lamectin yes. tries to dampen down that, that excess appreciation. All right, yes. Michelle, we're and, going to and, have to leave okay. it there. Michelle, right. there are lots no of other worries. people Thank with questions. So All right. Um, uh, Dr. Anne, I don't know if you can allow us to just take a quick break and then we'll be back with more questions. That's Dr. Anne Stenix. That's uh, fine. All right. Thank you very much. Let's go for a quick break. 702. 702. Call us on 011-883-0702. We're back with the health feature and we're joined by Dr. Anne Senex, who is um, a specialist in the field. We're talking about arthritis and we're taking your calls on 011-883-0702. And lots of you are sending me questions as well. Um, and I'm going to be just uh, reading one or two SMSs. And here's an SMS, doctor, which one says, um, could you ask your guest if clicking your fingers causes arthritis? I know it's a silly question, he says. All right. Um, a lot of um, um, a lot of doctors don't feel that um, clicking your fingers um, causes arthritis, um, and um, and so if that seems to be the majority opinion, it doesn't. Um, but um, I've sort of I'm I'm one of those people who's very interested in hypermobility, and people who are hypermobile often click their fingers and. Uh, I do think at a I do think at a micro level that continuously clicking your fingers is repetitive strain on the fingers, mm. and maybe I'm just very sensitive and I think it's very annoying. But mm. um, if you have to take the the general the majority opinion, it's not meant to be damaging. But I still don't support people clicking their fingers nonstop. All right, <laughs> Tom, you've got a question. Tom in Edenvale, hi. Hi, Doc. I wonder if you can help me. Um, I was diagnosed a couple of years ago with uh, an ailment called PMR polymyalgia rheumatica, yes. 
Um, just recently, I've been having lots of trouble with my feet, uh, which is not particularly related directly to the PMR. And I've been told that I have uh, arthritis in um, in all the, the joints in my feet. I've also had knee replacements and ankle replacement. I just want to know what is the, the relationship between PMR and arthritis, if any at all. Um, well, uh, PMR is an inflammatory condition that affects people usually over the age of 65. And, of course, yep. that, that age group of people tend to have the background osteoarthritis. And you seem to have a background of arthritis involving all as you said, your knees and things like that. Um, and, uh, but the uh, polymyalgia inflammation tends to go, as you, as you know, particularly for your shoulders and your, yes. and your hip and your back joints. And um, it's, you know, we, we often not, you know, it's not entirely clear exactly what polymyalgia rheumatica is. Is it just a sort of a kind of inflammatory arthritis, a, a sort of kind of rheumatoid of the elderly or not? Um, my yeah. feeling is that when you're getting pain in your feet, um, you know, it, 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 it could just relate to your background osteoarthritis um, and, uh, um, and not be part of your polymyalgia, although some patients with polymyalgia do actually get peripheral arthritis. So it's quite okay. a difficult mix to sort of work out what's, what's what. Okay. Straightforward. Um, okay, so essentially the medication that I would take for the PMR it's not necessarily treating the arthritis pains that I have in my feet. Well, um, you know, uh, one of the things that one uses for PMR is uh, one often uses corticosteroids, low, low doses of corticosteroids or anti-inflammatories. And to some degree, they, that should be treating also the pain in your feet. So you should get a crossover in terms of response. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, other, yeah, the other thing is, could it be something else? Could it be a peripheral neuropathy uh, or something else which is causing the pain in your feet? And that would need okay. diff a diff different approach. And now, then the final question is, who does one consult? Uh, because obviously I see a rheumatologist for the PMR. I went and saw my orthopedic and he said that he can't help me with my feet. Now, who does one go to then with your feet problem um, mm. other than podiatrists, which I don't mm. believe in anyway? Uh, I don't know. I'm quite, I'm quite fond of podiatrists. I think they, do a, they really can help a lot because, you know, your feet are... I mean, they're such a yeah. structural thing and, you're, you know, and they're so important. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I, okay. I, I'm actually, I do think podiatrists make, can make a huge difference to, the, um, to our feet, our, our foot problems. But the other is okay. we go to a neurologist and just to neurologists. Mm. that okay. there's not another reason, a nerve, conduct, a nerve issue or something okay. like that, which is causing problems. Mm. Causing, Good yeah. thing. I will do that. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, Tom. That's quite complex. Just a quick one, uh, Dr. Stanwick. Stanwick, what causes arthritis? I mean, there are all sorts of other things that they, they suspect causes arthritis, lupus and all sorts of things. Is there one specific thing that we know for sure? Um, no, we obviously know that there's a genetic component, that some people are more susceptible to getting arthritis than others. We do know that being overweight is very provocative for autoimmune conditions. So, and of course, for osteoarthritis, just getting older uh, because of the mechanical and um, um, and often occupational issues, which mm. can cause damage to their joints. Mm. So, as I said, it's part of genetics, it's part of environment. Um, certainly, some of these auto autoimmune conditions um, can um, uh, uh, can be provoked by a, uh, an infection, a virus, or something like that can set, set them off. Um, but I just want to say one thing, which is when they did a study on rheumatoid arthritis, they found that the two most um, 
uh, predisposing problems that lead to uh, um, rheumatoid arthritis was being overweight before the onset and smoking. So a lot of the, the, those two are actually preventable. Preventable. Mm. So don't always just put it down to it's my genes, doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a call from Dean Renberg. Hi. Hi there. Thank you for taking my call. Mm. I've got a 25-year-old daughter. Well, actually, in her early teens, she hurt her arm when we were in hospital. The doctor uh, was surprised and said that she has degenerative arthritis, that that was a misdiagnosis, and we brushed it off and continued with life. Recently, she injured her foot and it became very inflamed. She went off um, for, for a checkup, and again, the diagnosis was given. She's got degenerative arthritis, and we need to take it seriously. Um, you know, she's a young girl. It's always been fun, doesn't smoke. I just heard what you had to say to Tom. Um, never been overweight, you know, played school sports and everything else. Um, but where do I as a mom, you know, a sister, I mean, she's 20, uh, she 25, but where do I assist her in helping her, you know, manage this and it doesn't worsen and where do we go? Where do we start? I, I have no clue. Well, as you said, you know, 25, to be told that you've got degenerative arthritis at 25, you know, court, you know, is, you know starts, you know, um, questions, bells thing, start ring, ringing. I mean, I think you would need to see a rheumatologist to try and piece this okay. puzzle together. And so, um, you know, people talk about going to an orthopedic surgeon, but an orthopedic surgeon is really to do with the mechanics and the surgical approaches to joints. But in terms of to trying to yeah. piece together, you need to see a rheumatologist. All right, and that is you, Dr. Ann Stanek, a rheumatologist who's joining us on the line, who is talking to us about arthritis. We could go on and on about this. Lots of you are calling in, and I'm afraid we cannot take any more calls. And I know there are lots of calls also, I mean, SMSs as well with questions, and I'm afraid we have run out of time, and we're just going to have to leave it there. That is Dr. Ann Stanek, who is a rheumatologist. Mayday, mayday, a war's been waged against us. The immune system's a threat. We're getting too weak to fight the infection. Do not surrender. Do not drop your armor. The infection's spreading, sir. Fear not, soldiers. There's a brave hero knocking at our door, and he will bring reinforcement. Captain, look. What is that coming up north? Is it an army? No, it's Septoguard. Now, let us go triumphant! When your body's under attack from infections, leave the fighting to Septoguard, the all-natural defense against infections and flu for the whole family.